Hey, hey. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Episode yeah. 114. Yeah. Yeah. The porch. Uh-huh. Can't freestyle no more because it don't be it don't be showing. Ah oh, man. Yeah. It ain't nothing like a new episode, baby. Welcome to the Porch Podcast. Welcome to the Porch Podcast. It's your boy, DJE, Mr. Influential. Now I'm rocking with my brother, man. The original, baby. We back at it. Yeah, we back at it. Hey, man, we ain't gonna waste no time, baby. We ain't gonna waste no time. Congratulations, Trey High. Congratulations, Trey High. Group four, Central Jersey, group four champions. Shout out to them, man. Shout out to them. You want the high, you got the high. Listen, we listen, talk to him. Talk to him, talk to him. Talk to him, talk to him. Please share this content. Like I said, man, uh, once again, congratulations to the whole coaching staff, you know, uh, head coach. The general. Pup, General shout Pup. out to Pup. Talk about it. You know, all I the mean, brothers, man. All the brothers, all the people that smooth. are part of it. So, listen, listen. I'm going to say this, though. Shout out to the city of Trenton for showing up to the game tonight. I was watching it on the live. That gym was packed. Pup put the call out last week and it came. Y'all came through. Hey, man. So, we're, we're back, and uh, we're going to get right into this, right? Right. Talking about, first and foremost, giving the acknowledgement to the brothers, you know, and, and, and the whole coaching staff and everybody who, part, you know, was a part of the championship win. Right. It, break, it brings me to this thought. You know, I've been reading a book, and the book is written by an author named Mel Robbins. Mel she Robbins. is actually, she's a, yeah, she's a motivational speaker. She's actually a life coach, well-renowned, you know, highly sought after, you know, great speaker. And I love her writing style. If you ever get a chance to get into any of her books, I don't get any, I don't get a dime for any of this. But when I, when I, when I come up with something uh-huh. or I get my hands on something that's going to, you know, be beneficial to you, I just like to share the word. Right. Anyway, Mel Robbins has a quote. And it's very simple. The quote is, the cost for your new life is your old life. Right. Right. Let's do that again. That was bad. Let's do that one more time. The cost for your new life is your old life. So before you get all the way into it, I'm pretty much understanding is you got to change your habits. It's where you is where she's probably going to touch on about in this book. You got to let go of some of these old things that you think is taking you places and jump on to something new. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's as if you read the book. Um, we we have to habit stack, right? Right. I'll, let me do this first. Let me do this first. So, if you never heard of the term habit stacking, it's fine. You don't even realize you're doing it because we all do it. 
Right. You got good habits, you got bad habits. Like he just said, part of the exchange in you know for your new life is you have to surrender your old life. Mm-hmm. And the only way that you can do that is by looking at your habits, right? Looking at your tendencies. If if your visions and your dreams aren't any closer to you now than they ever were when you first, you know, desired them, right? It's because of your habits. Right. Right? The degree of difficulty in changing yourself Versus going to get something as you are, if you're not prepared to make those changes, stack those good habits, it reduces, right? The probability of you succeeding reduces tremendously. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we started off the show by congratulating, you know, the brothers from Trenton High going out there and doing what they need to do to capture that championship. They had been in a similar position before, right? Eh? Right. Right. I think, what was it, maybe a year ago? They were in a similar situation, but they, they fell a little short. And they wasn't able to get it. Right. Okay. So I'm quite sure they made some adjustments. I'm quite sure they made some changes. Small tweaks, little things in the philosophy of what they do in the game of basketball, right? But not just in the game of basketball, but just in their mentality overall. Mm-hmm. You know, for those who didn't get a chance to see my Motivational Monday, the concept this week was based on, you know, us being able to kind of shake some of the old mindsets, right? Right. The old mindsets being, you know, the things that you heard coming up, you know, what happens to the best of us. You know what I mean? Don't sweat the small stuff. Basically, it was about the details. Right. Right? Right. Which leads me to what I think that, you know, I'd like to discuss tonight, brother, while we're sitting out here on the porch. Chapters, man. Chapters, okay. Chapters. Chapter 47. That's how some people be when they birthday come. Chapter 47 in the book of my life. You know what I mean? 44 laps around the sun. Just hit my stride. Shout out to Brother Boom. Happy born day to him. Happy born day. That was his captain and not around the sun. Happy born day to him. Nah, you're right. Yeah. What I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, however you, you want to look at it, we're all living chapters of our lives. Right. We're all, see, change is inevitable. Whether you're right. ready for it or not, it's going to happen. Right. And when that happens, that's going to signify or start a new chapter. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. So just like now, here's a new chapter for the Trenton, you know, Trenton High basketball team. Here's a new chapter. Once again, clap it up for them. Right? The way I see things in life, you know, it's a difference between moving on in terms of like moving on and leaving someone behind or leaving certain things alive. Behind the line. Uh oh, a line. <laughs> there he is. Lit him right up. Uh. <laughs> but there's a difference, right? There's a difference between moving on and leaving others and other things behind. When you yeah. go to a new chapter in your life, right. that doesn't mean that you have to get rid of everything that transpired in the old chapter. It doesn't. Chapters are just a continuance. Hopefully, you're progressing. Mm-hmm. Right? right? Hopefully, you're progressing. We act like we want the happily ever afters or the best part of the story of life, but we don't want to leave the chapter. Right. I read in the book, the same book I was telling you about by Mel Robbins. She said when the pandemic hit, right, and COVID came, instantly things started to change around her and her household, her family. People had to quarantine, all this stuff. People had to come home. Her husband, everybody was going through these different things, right? Right. She looked up and she realized 
that she wanted her old, even while she was going through it, she, you know, she had to read, you know, oh, I can't go outside. I can't be this place. She's lost her job on certain situations. Speaking engagements didn't develop because people weren't going anywhere. And this is during the time where people were trying to transition into the actual, um, like the video thing, the online, you know, speaking engagements and things of that nature. She wanted the next level things in her life, but she couldn't move forward in a chapter of it because her life had been altered like everybody else's. Right. And as opposed to trying to gravitate towards change and adapting to the present time and making that adjustment so she's ready for the next chapter. Right. She, she'd rather go back and be how she was beforehand. Well, that's a lot of people in life. Right. You know, and that's um, what she was saying in the book. A lot of people do that. Right. It's like, it's more so like comfortable. People get comfortable, mm -hmm. but they want growth. If that makes sense, you know, but the slogan growing pains is there for a reason because when you elevate and when you grow, when you're really trying to do something, not just age and, and you know what I mean? Your birthday every year, but like really want to grow in, in an industry or anything of that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to, it's going to take some pain. Some pain is going to be struggles that you go through. Mm -hmm. And some of them is going to be honestly leaving your old ways. That's because right. you're so used to it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's just what it is. But every year, it's, 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 it's always somebody. First of all, everybody tries to be an originator or the inventor of something, right? That's what, that's what it is nowadays. But people, inventions are no longer made by one person. Hell, let's make it clear. Inventions weren't made by one person back in the day. Ideas might have started with a person. And that's what they were naming as inventions. But they had teams that really created some of the things and bring it into life. And I say all that to say this. One of the most one of the most challenging things for people in our community when they're trying to grow and get past some of these old ways, which is the cost of their old life, is they want to do it alone. They want to do their body by themselves because they want to be the exclusive person. Not knowing that sometimes it's good just to be a part of something. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know no, what I, I mean? So, yeah, I agree. You know, like we talk about, bro, you know, any, I mean, we were talking about it earlier, man. He said anybody could be a boss, but everybody can't be a leader, right? Right. And, you know, like you said, with, with, with the world, you got people who make adjustments in life because they know it's time to, and then you got people who make adjustments in life because they're forced to. Right. Thing to me that you do out of force and like out of necessity it's introduced to you from a different perspective than it should be right or it's introduced to you differently than a person who thinks from the perspective of this is my calling and this is my purpose and this is what i'm supposed to be doing right like there's a difference right so we live in a cliche world right we live in a world where everybody thinks you know uh from a, a standard perspective, and I ain't gonna say everybody, that's that's a bit too broad, but a lot of people think from a standard, you know, or stereotypical pr perspective, right? I'll give you an example. I'm outside, I'm moving around, I meet my new neighbors. Right. My new neighbors, you know, introduce them, you know, we introduce each other, you know, to, you know, we say hello, you know, my name is this, this, that, and the third. They go into the story about, you know, where they come from, and this, that, and the third, they moved in, it was nice. Right. They told me that they both was retired, right? So now both of them being retired, 
I chime in and say, "Yeah, I'm retired too." And you should have seen both of their faces. Right. Like, 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 like I. How you already retired? Right. Like I, like I almost disrespected the whole retirement, you know, you know, goal and and privilege. You know, like I just, you know, like I dare you say that. And it's just funny because we keep talking about the same. I don't know what this stuff is behind me going on. You know. Yeah. We keep going into this situation where. People believe that there are certain things that's automatically attached to one other thing, right? Right. Because I'm not the late, because the lady said, you know, you look so young. I told her, I said, I am young. Mm-hmm. I'm also retired. That didn't change in the last couple seconds when I I'm said I'm a that. legend. You know what I'm saying? So say it again. How you said it to her? <laughs> <laughs> nah, please say, say it again. Say how, say how you said it to her. Okay? I said to her. She said, you look young. I said, I am young and I'm still retired. Like, like I just said, you, I told you a couple seconds ago. The, the thing about it is, is this. We talk about chapters of our lives, right? Right. I didn't write my retirement chapter. I no. think we all know that at this point. But I still have to live it, right? I still have to live it, whether I wrote it or not. Now, I can either refuse it and make life difficult for myself, or I can embrace it and make the most of it. And I think that that's the point that I want to make tonight with the situation we're talking about with chapters in our lives is, is that we have to realize how to accept change. Right. Right? How to literally position ourselves in a, you know, in, in, in a way that allows us to actually be okay with moving on to the next phase and the next chapter of our lives. Right. Like, we have to do that. If we don't do that, what winds up actually happening is, is that's when all of a sudden... You know, we we out of place, we out of position. And, right. You know, life right. is different. Like right. I life said, is, life is good and life is different. Like life is good and life is like for instance, E, if I asked you what your retirement looked like, what does your retirement look like? Right now? Like or what's my plan? I mean, oh, what my plan is? E, like what's your retirement look like? Um, I think I'm gonna always be some form of consultant with something that I love. That's gonna be my purpose and things for me. You know wanting to do um okay. so i might you know i'm i'll retire from the city of trenton but i mm-hmm. think i'm going to work man you know in my in my own way forever it's just okay. i because i i don't i like the part of it. i like that part of it it may be a consultant from some some you know for music somewhere audio engineering or you know what i mean or 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 actually doing audio engineering you know what i mean but to tell you that I'm gonna be up every morning with my feet up on the beach and all that, I don't see me doing that. Not because I think that at this time that I can't do it or it's impossible. No, I think it's kind of boring to me because I've been going for mm-hmm. so long. Like mm-hmm. this weekend just passed. Had a weekend mm-hmm. just passed, my gig was canceled. It's okay, still got some bread because you know you get that's what deposits are for. However. I didn't have a gig, all, and and I and I got some good rest. I just sat back and I slept, and I got some rest. Um, but at the end of the day, with me getting the uh, getting the rest, um, I was bored. Like I'm used to DJing, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it's like it's like a zone for me. It's like an art. It's like when I'm around and I look and say. Okay, it's a game to me. Okay, I gotta get this person to dance over here. Like I told you, okay, I gotta get this one. I gotta talk. I gotta get a reaction out of this person. You see what I'm saying? 
So mm-hmm. when I know I got those type of things, it's just a good thing. I love the whole thing. Oh, I got to get this music ready. I got to I got to get this, this, and that. The only thing that gets in the way is the fact that you're still having a regular nine to five while doing all that. See what I'm saying? So right. my retirement is still me doing all of this, what I love. And it's not going to be considered work because wherever I consult in, I'm going to have some care and some love for it. I'm not going to say I ain't going to never do something. This one's for the money, money. I ain't going to say it ain't going to be times like that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because I realized that, you know, I don't just have a job or and I don't just have a business, you know, just to have them. I'm actually in a in an industry. Mm-hmm. If, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that industry I'm in, I'm in the entertainment industry, more of a music area, and I'm mm-hmm. in the water industry, right. more from a billing era. See what right. I'm saying? And right. once you understand that and those things become your life, see, people fall in love a lot of times with the people, the building, and that's cool. But you still have to make money to live, even if you sit back and say, okay, I'm going to just collect my pension. Mm-hmm. You cannot live your pension. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You outlive your pension, and what's next? Or your pension ain't what you think it is. Now you're forced to pick up something that you just feel like you have to get. But if you always work with what you love doing, like you're doing now, like you're retired, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. this content and and speaking, this is stuff you love to do. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So no doubt. Yeah. That's how I basically, long story short, that's how I see my retirement. That's good, man. I mean, at least you got a vision of it. You know, a lot of times when you talk to people and you ask them that question, bro, you know, it starts off where, you know, I mean, me, I mean, I'll be getting up in the morning, going to meet the old fellas at the McDonald's. And and I just listen to them. I don't pass judgment. I just listen to them because I'll be saying to myself, and you already made the commitment in your mind that you're going to work you know, until you're old and that's where you see, you know, your retirement. Right. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with having it. However you see it, you know, more power to you. My thing is, is I always want to get paid. Right. I don't necessarily always want to work. Right. And I think that that's a little bit like when you say things like that to people, then they be like, well, you know what you mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I, I say exactly the things I mean. That's why I'm a very, you know, cognizant of the things that I, or the terms that I use and the things that I say, you know what I mean? Like I make sure that when I tell a person, they're like, oh man, you shit. what you do, what you do, uh, what you do, you don't work? No, I'm retired. What about money? I still like it. Yeah. I, I still, I still know how to get it and everything. Like it just, I don't go to the job where I used to get it from before. Right. That, that, that's the objective. You could turn mm-hmm. around and tell a person, right? If I'd have turned around and told them same neighbors that I just met that I was retired, Right. And they say, oh, you know, they didn't they didn't say nothing crazy. But say that they made a statement like, oh, you're too young to be retired. If I turned around and started that conversation, the next words I said was I hit the lottery, the mega millions for five hundred million dollars. It would be acceptable. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, because see, my age wouldn't matter then Mm-mm. because that's proof. Right. That what retirement is actually attached to in most people's mindset is wealth. It's resources. Mm-hmm. It's not age. So the chapters, which is what we are talking about in our lives, we have to look at them based on what we visualize those chapters being, right? So if we're visualizing ourselves being wealthy, what in those pictures, you're not always doing older things or things that a person that's older doing. You're doing what you're doing. Here's the funny part. When you think about retirement, attach that thought to being financially, you know, capable of sustaining your life after work, right? 
But mm-hmm. when somebody asks you what it looks like, and they start telling the story that the person looks old, or you look old, and you're meeting with the other people, even if you don't look old, right. the things that you're doing, you would like to do them now. Right. So, like, when you ask a person, what did your retirement look like? And they start saying, man, I travel more, man. You know what I'm saying? Man, yeah, you I can be do that right Bahamas. now. You not only can you do that now, but you're visualizing doing that now. And, and not only can you do that right now, for a lot of people, it's more affordable right now, whether you realize it or not, because everybody ain't gonna get the number they got. Because, for example, how's your how's your P plan? Not your pension. How's your other P plan for you know as a retiree? I mean, things are things are rounding in the form. Yeah. Um, for the powder, that's what that's what I'm talking about. Powder plan. People, I said, how's it? Not P. <laughs> TP, what's up, bro? <laughs> what's happening, good? What's happening, good brother? What's mm-hmm. happening? No, it's it's just one of these things. Like, like I said once again, it's funny how people don't say what they mean and mean what they say. Absolutely. People claim that they want, you know, they have these visual, you know, they have they have these things that they visualize themselves doing. Some of it is immediate. Most of it is immediate, but when you ask them what their retirement looks like or what that you know what that visualize what they visualize that looking like, it looks like now too. That's that's the point I'm saying. Like you know what I'm saying. Like when you say, "Man, I can you know, what your retirement look like, man?" In my last day, man, I hand in that two week notice. You know they can hear theme music in the background and everything. Mm-hmm. You know slow motion as I hand it to the new boss because my boss that I started working with they gone already. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. I get that to them and I walk off the I walk out the office and for the next two weeks, it don't even matter what nobody got to say and none of this, that, and the third. You know, the whole little thing that you visualize. Right. The shaft theme music and everything. <laughs> but when you ask a person what does it look like outside of that, sometimes they get stuck, right? They be like, Well, I see what I'm getting every month. I'm cool with that. They don't visualize their life. They visualize themselves old, getting money, have, having that check coming in. And doing whatever life allows them to do. Right. So so I say to them, you don't want to be retired. You want to be old and living on a fixed income. That's not that's not retirement. That's just you you, you want to be old living on a fixed income. You can only do the things that you want to do with your life. That chapter of your life, you're molding it to be exactly what it's going to be. And you're comfortable with that chapter. Right. Me, I got launched into my chapter. I got launched into this chapter of my life. So it's a different situation. You understand what I'm saying? Basically, right. what I'm rounding into about the concept of, of understanding that you have to mean what you say and say what you mean. Yeah. But you know what? Since you speak on that, we never had a retirement party for you. But if you have a plan on having one, mm-hmm. I got a company for you right now that can help you out. Pay attention. Listen, whether it's your first or your 50th birthday, that 25 years of service, if not more, retirement party, or the day that you and the love of your life share vows to become one. Let Front and Center Events take care of all of your event planning needs. Sit back, put your feet up, and enjoy the show, where they truly keep you at the front and center of it all. Make sure to check out their Facebook and Instagram pages at FNC Events. Head on over today and get that party booked. Back to the show. Absolutely. FNC Events. Yeah. So, you know, even that, bruh. Like you just said, we're talking about FSC events. That started off as a vision. That right there has everything to do with a passion. That has everything to do with a passion, you know, something that, you know, that 
the owner is interested in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's a great thing. But moving past that, man, and just, you know, moving into the next chapter of what we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, how was your week? We didn't even start there because we were so excited about what the, what the brothers from Trent High had accomplished. How was your week? How about that? So since we last... started off like that. My bad, y'all. Since last episode, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had a break. I, I went to regular nine to five, mm-hmm. but no gig this weekend. Had my feet up. Um, okay. Caught a lot of shows. You know, I've always been up to date with BMF. Okay. Um, okay. You know, watch the first two episodes of Snowfall. You know, shout okay. out, to, shout out to Jerome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. No. Yeah. No. E. Nah. What's his What's his nickname though? Rome. You're not gonna get me, man. It gotta happen naturally, <laughs> man. It gotta, it gotta happen naturally. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, so he so got ain't Lonzo, man. He, he got out the car. Nah, nah. That's Lonzo was uh Denzel off of training day. That's who Lonzo was. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I was second, man. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? So, 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 he got well, out of the fall. car. Let's talk about Franklin, man. Let's talk about the guys. What's nah, I'm just talking about when Ron walked up. The old girl, he killed her, though, man. He was like, yeah, I'm about to steal on you. When he hit her, damn, yo, he hit her with a bot. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just Ron was a sucker in that part of the show, man. Very you know much I mean? so. Yeah, very much so. You know what I mean? See what wind up happening, you know what I mean? So, just lost millions though, bro. That's what was wrong. Wrong pressured out, man. He gonna end up killing his wife by mistake. I mean, I don't know. Y'all, y'all know he got a lot of connections, man. I hope, I hope he ain't just spoiling for y'all, man. He, he, hey, man, he got a lot of connections. I made that shit I'm on, all I'm on the way second up. season. I'm on the second season of Harlem, man. Oh, he I watched, Harlem, I watched, y'all. I watched the whole thing. It's over. Okay, it's, only, it's, only, it's only eight episodes. I got to check, finish checking that out, man. I've yeah. been off of that. Watch um, when you watch the last one. You could be like, damn, they going to leave us like that? Yeah. That's like we talking about chapters in our lives, man. This is a different chapter now. E, we watching Sisters, man. Sisters, Harlem. You, you know, know what Harlem, I mean? You know. Uh, all you the know, women's we shoes. Remember they had the, the other chapter, one, Run the World, and never came back. It was one called Run the World. See what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what happened I mean? to Bigger? Bigger ain't never come back. You know, rap-ish. Rap ish, yeah, that 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 ain't come back for season two. Uh, I it might, I don't know. I, I already told you, I'm still feeling some type of way about the whole situation dealing with Godfather Harlem on MGM. So yeah. I don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? I was mad when, cause I I could just you know I know you know these shows can't stay on forever, man. But um, what's your name, man? They lived in the dunes, man. Oh um um um, what's the name um? I went. I visited Dunes when I went to Cali. Um, insecure, 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 man. Yeah, clap it up for man. them, man. That was. Man, that was a good show. That's a good show, man. Yeah, but nah, man. I mean, it's it's funny because once again, whether we think we're changing or not, man, we're always consistently changing, right? We're always going from one chapter of life to the next. Like you said, bro, you had a weekend where you were finally able to just relax. You remember a time earlier when you was DJing back at you know. And uh, Benny's and everything, and uh, you know, you didn't need a night off, eh? Mm. You didn't need a night off. Uh, back at Benny's, I had started off when I when I was doing Fridays and Saturdays. Then it went from Thursday to Sunday. Then I brought Owen. He was doing Thursday and Sunday. 
Okay. And he told me, he was like, long as you here Friday and Saturday. I'm like, all right, I'm here, man. I got y'all, but I, got, I can't do every day. Bitch. I got to go home sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, nah, man. I mean, I think I think uh, something I actually meant to hit you up about too, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got. I know. I know the people ain't been saying much, but yo, man, we got to eventually get back in the same room, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. We got to clap it up for that. We got to get back in the same room, man. Hey, man, leave in the comments, man. If y'all, if y'all wouldn't mind seeing that, man. I know it's been. Oof, I can't even tell you the last episode. It had to be in the fifties. Mm-hmm. It had to be. So. Wow. Yeah, we're we're long overdue. Yeah. Long overdue. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> gotta definitely definitely get back in the same room you right. see the thing is is you gotta make sure ain't nothing around that you know that you don't want me to see because i think you do a lot of stuff that i can't see on the camera like i consistently see you cleaning off the test like doing this i don't know what that is you know nah that ain't you know, that's that's some uh that's probably some apple juice or apple cider or something Hold i ain't right talking quick. about that Hold right quick. there it is that's it living your truth living your truth tip the camera tip it tip it let the camera fall over please please let the camera fall over yeah. Yeah, here we go. I'm back. Nah, but but all things being considered, man, I had a good week, man. Um you know, I, I'm still not gonna complain about this weather. You know, we get ready to walk right into March on Wednesday, right? What's today? Right. Yeah, we get ready to walk right into March, y'all. March first. March first, so yeah, already clapping. Wow. We walk right into March, man. I'm walking on sunshine. Whoa. So yeah, I was told right I was told they wanted me to start freestyling again. And um I don't even got no bars right now. I ain't got no beat. So I'm gonna just, okay, just, gonna just go with it. Listen. Throughout the show, I will freestyle though. Hey, they thought I was gonna do some bars right now, and I'm not. So what I'm gonna continue to talk about is the other shows that came back. Um, um, I haven't jumped back into Bel Air yet. I have to watch the last two episodes of last season. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, man. I was looking. So I guess this thing, and, and you know what? This is how I know. Like I said, I keep talking about it. We enter in different chapters of our lives, y'all, and different different chapters of this world. I didn't even know it existed, but apparently. They got something that's called a birth like simulator, like the pains of being in, I guess, labor or what? Yeah. Well, actually, they can put these things on your stomach, I guess, kind of like the things you might see in a hospital. Where they was checking you and put an EKG machine or something. Yeah. And, you know, it can simulate what it feels like for a man to feel what it feels like for a woman to have like contractions and the pain and everything. G Herbo did it. Um couple people couple people did it couple people did it i don't even know how to say the other person then kai something kai sinats sentence i probably tore his name up all i know is these brothers voluntarily put this stuff on and tried to get it you know feel so they could feel like what it felt like to have um you know contractions let me tell y'all something man there's nothing wrong with being you know inquisitive right there's nothing wrong with being you know doing research or being a little curious, 
But when you start messing with things that ain't got nothing to do with how your life is designed or how, you know, God created you to be, you got to be careful. Right. Right? There's a reason why men don't know what labor pains feel like. Because we ain't supposed to know. Because we ain't supposed to. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. So what yep. I'm saying is, is sometimes you just got to stick with the script of how life is actually written. Once again, man. Why the I'm, fuck would somebody want to feel labor Why pains? would they want to do that? When women talk about they hated their labor pains, and and they only let's let's just really think about this. You, if you want to feel them, just have a baby. If you're possible, it's possible for you to have a baby. Just have a baby, right? Because at the end of the day, the women who went through them pains went through them pains for a sacrifice of bringing a child in the world, not just to say, "I want to see what this pain feel like." Yeah, I don't get it. No, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, it's the difference between getting it done and, and wanting to know what the pain feels like and then, you know, having empathy <laughs> and sympathy for, you know, for all the beautiful, amazing women in the world that bring children into the world. I get that. Right. I get that. You can support them, right? But you don't have to go through that. I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe my concept of, you know, of, of interest is a little bit different, you know? Like, I can just talk to my wife. <laughs> yeah, how was that, babe? Yeah, you know, well, I was there. I saw it, you know, like, it looked like it hurt. But to voluntarily go someplace and say, yo, put this on me, and let's simulate me having it, nah. <laughs> and I don't, I don't think they can even make no machine that's remotely closed. I don't care what nobody say. Even if you put that on there, and, and, and it hits your stomach and tingle or whatever they said it was, like the brothers was talking about the effects of it. Man, it, it, they can't, in my opinion, create anything in this world, I would imagine, that can truly simulate childbirth. I, I couldn't even imagine. You don't need to stop they can it, be man. if they can freeze people. 21, 21. They freezing people nowadays and bringing them back later. Yeah, well, he, you know, he he's still here. Yeah. You know, he was talking about he wanted... <laughs> He wanted to do that, but yet he's still here, you know. So I don't really know how serious he was about that, man. But I've come to grips with it in this world, man. We live with a lot of different people, and people got their own different concepts of what they want to see in their lives, man. I'm just at a place in my life right now, man, where it's not about me reinventing myself. It's about me being a little bit more selfish about me. Right. Another thing that I was looking at, man, you know. It's the difference between, obviously, we know being selfish and being selfless. Right. Um, you know, I was listening to a, a actual a, a, a motivational speaker talk about this concept, and they were talking about how the reason why most people have a hard time becoming selfish in a sense of putting themselves first is because they can't manage the guilt of disappointing or upsetting other people. Right. Like when you when you know that you're not doing the best that you could possibly do, or you got so many other things that you want to do, you got people who will shortchange themselves consistently right. and not move on and change that next chapter of who they need to be of themselves out of fear of disappointing those who they look after, those who, you know, depend on them. They're fretful of that. Even though they know that there's another part of them that will make things so much better, not only for themselves, but even for them. But they they fear making the commitment to be a little bit more selfish and putting themselves first out of fear of the guilt or the inability to deal with the guilt 
of changing to who they need to be versus remaining who others need them to be. See, all of this stuff, man, it, when, it, when it comes to mind and you really sit back and you really think about it, that's the main reason why most people can't get anywhere in life. That's the main reason why most people think about retirement the way they do. That's why most people, you know, can't help you or, you know, help themselves. Like, they, that's why they can't. We live in a world where people are scared, right? They're very much right. intimidated right. to be them true selves. Right. To be them true selves. I've seen people were disappointed about Dwayne Wade's, you know, child who is now legally able to take on that name. I, you know, uh, I believe it's Zaya or something like that. It's legal now, right? And it was people that felt the way. Oh, my gosh. You know, you can see the picture, you know, of Dwayne and them, yeah. you know what I mean, in the picture. And it was just like, it was like an issue. And it's, and it's so funny because we live in a society like that's the man's child first. Yeah, I mean, that's his child before anything. What's going on? Right. That's his child before anything. But because we live in a time where you got people who are either one foot in on accepting that life has changed, but we have to respect people for who they are, who they, how they view themselves. We can't move on to the next chapter of anything else that's great in our life because we're so busy being stereotypical. There's people out there passing judgment on the man for supporting his child. Living a tough world, man. Yeah, you know? we do. Living a tough world. So I'm just saying all that to say, man, you got to understand that your life is in chapters. You got to understand that it's going to evolve whether you're ready for it or not. So the best thing that you could possibly do, in my opinion, is figure out what you want to do with your own life. Don't right. wait for life to come and get you. First and foremost, most of the great things or the amazing things or the exceptional things that's going to happen in your life, they're not going to come and get you anyway. Right. You're going to have to do a, 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 a habit stacking, you know, a, a adjustment in your life. You're going to have to evaluate yourself. You know what I mean? You're going to have to make some adjustments. You know, you're going to have to find things that make you, you know, trigger those things off in your mind to be great. You know, right. I know this seems like a long version of a motivational Monday type of situation, but it's just a lot. I thought about it, man. A lot of men, I've been doing a lot of research, a lot more reading. Y'all know when I'm into these 75 horror challenges, man. Um, you know, part of it is reading. So when it's 75 hard, you're doing mm -hmm. hard white instead of powder. That's what you're telling me right now? T-shirts? Nah, I mean, we use fabric softener. You see my T-shirts or what you talking about? No, 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 no. Powder. I don't... Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Powder yeah, Rangers. I don't need man. I'm light-skinned, brother. So I don't need anything that's going to make me any lighter. I don't need any powder on me. I don't need any of those things. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a change. Look at E, yo. All right. He just hit with the okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm going to say is this. Nah, basically what you break it down, man, is um, mind your business and do you, man. That was the quickest and easiest way to say everything else you said. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree with that as well. Yeah. Nah, it, it's people are interesting, right? Right. People are interesting. You know, you got people who can look at people and see it and, and, and applaud them for being who they are. Right. So that's amazing. That's fantastic. And then you got some other people like, yo, I need to do what they're doing. And where does that come from? You know where that comes from? What's that? In my opinion. What's that? 
the need for self accept the need for acceptance. Right. Everybody that you know that's great got rid of that a long time ago. Right. Everybody that's out there doing the the, the, the dopest things that you see them doing, they got rid of that so long ago. They they don't even look back to see how many people are watching. You know what they're doing. They don't even look back. That's why. Listen, listen, listen. People still out here trying to make a hit like Orange Juice Jones. He been saw them walking in the rain. Come on. He passed. He passed that right there. Let's clap it up for that. Come on. Come on. You understand know what, what I'm saying? You got to move on. You got to move on. And he's still getting money off that they were holding hands and I never be the same. Like they, he's still getting bread off that. Yeah, absolutely. And but see, that's what I mean. Like most people who, once again, have a vision of themselves, you know, being great, they don't need people to give them praise. They don't need people to pat them on the back. You know, they don't need people to, you know, tell them that they did a great job. They're only going to do great jobs. Right. They're not going to do good jobs. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? They're just not. They're not going to do okay or subpar jobs. They're not. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're just not. Be they understand, like, the the you talked about books with Jay-Z. I, I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before. Right. And the two different books that could be written by. You got Jay-Z the Hustler that could write a book, and it's going to one demographic that's going to gravitate towards that, even though they know how the story actually played out. Right. right, which makes it interesting. Which in his case, he could write two books, and people will buy it all up anyway. Not just because he's Jay Z, but because they saw the story play out. That's what I said. And what I said was, people are quick to want to hear something from somebody that they already know is successful. Right. That's why. That's why certain people can get so big in one industry, and go even bigger in another industry because exactly. you already attracted to the success. Okay. Mm -hmm. Rihanna. Rihanna went from being Rihanna the singer to Rihanna the pop star to Rihanna with the Reeboks to Rihanna with the Savage Fenty and Fenty and she's a billionaire. No Kanye doubt. West. He went from no being Kanye West the producer. Nobody wanted to sign him as a rapper. All the way up to being the best backpack rapper, all the way up to being the best rapper to some to a lot of people. You know, over to being getting Yeezys and making Adidas and becoming a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like Fifty Cent. <laughs> you know, from being the the troublemaker, we all know shot nine times, the most hated rapper at one time, and to be actually coming a you know film producer all the way around. And we want to watch mm -hmm. it. Like, come on. We started watching Power because we knew 50 was involved. And then we and then those actors did so such good roles that we fell in love with the characters on the show. But we watched it because 50, we knew that 50 was the executive producer. Remember, we started watching The Shy in the beginning because they said Common was the executive producer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm -hmm. it's, you got that's influence. Oh, and influence is, is created when somebody's successful in another thing. So, like, right now, I, I work as a DJ, and, I, and I'm pretty good. You know, I make pretty good, get enough gigs, get this and that. If I could say, hey, yo, come do this, I'm going to give you all my gigs, not saying how to get them or just a person going to listen to that because it's, it's influence. 
once a person has a form of influence, we'll purchase things. We okay, let's think about it. People started drinking Belvedere when when The Rock was talking about Belvedere vodka. The right, sales okay. went up. Right. Bel- Belvedere didn't wanna didn't wanna cut him a check. So they went to Armadale. And once they went to Armadale and cut that check with Armadale, Armadale sales started to grow. You know what I mean? When Absolutely. when Ciroc first came out, you know, we, we I want that Diddy vodka. Mm-hmm. Drinking that because this is this because of the influence. That's why Dipset made scissor. You gotta go. When you got that influence, you gotta go into these other industries and things of that nature. And that's just how you know how it goes. Yeah, and that's just another form of what we're talking about. Building, you know, building on who you are, expanding on that situation and rewriting or writing new chapters, right? Writing right. new things. That's that's what that's what when you have the conversation before we get ready to get into the next segment, that's what happens when you have the conversation about um what's the term they like to throw around a lot uh generational wealth right generational wealth is the ability to be able to see future chapters and put things in place now so that as it's being written it's in alignment with the things that need to go right right everything don't have to move in chronological order but it does need to move in an order right right there's some freestyle about everything you do in life every day is a freestyle you can you can plan you can lay out your uniform the night before you can pack your lunch the day before you can do all those things but something the next day is going to require you to be able to think on the go right improv right. the improv to be able to come up with a different solution at the drop of a dime call that right? audible i have to call an audible all of those things that you're saying but what i'm saying is is you got to still have a basic fundamental concept of what the next chapter at least looks like so that well, even when it doesn't go right you can adjust things and let it still be, you know, in phase you, of what's supposed to but happen. But you know, but you know that by the goal. So let's use the game of football. Okay. You coming, you coming up to the line, and you see a different coverage. Mm-hmm. So you call an audible. So that's that's the different play. That wasn't the original play that we 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 said we was going to do in in the huddle. Mm-hmm. But the reason why the next move is is already in an, in your mind frame is because. The goal hasn't changed. The goal is to score a touchdown. Right. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so that's why that's why you gotta have you, you it's it's a risk, it's called risk management plans. I talk about them all the time. It's not it's not plan A and plan B. Plan A has a risk management plan involved. So risk management is token quote unquote plan B. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, but the goals don't you that's like somebody that's, that's inspired to be a rapper. And they changed and they came and they did this and they did that and that didn't work. Plan B wasn't them making another album. That was always in there anyway. Right. You see what I'm saying? That Absolutely. was the, that was the Absolutely. risk management plan. Absolutely. Yeah. So and, so and we knew it. Right. I, that's what I said. But it, it again it goes off how you look at it. Because if a person thinks they have plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, or plan one, plan two, plan three, plan four. And every time this plan gets a hiccup, they go to the next plan. Guess what they're going to count all those plans as? Failed plans. Mm-hmm. No, no, and, no, that, and that messes with their mental. Instead, no, of, right. instead, instead of turning around and saying, I have risk management options because the plan, the goal never changes. Even though the mm-hmm. goal didn't change this way, the only reason why you change plans is a lot of times it's because you want a different outcome. That's right. 
You know what I mean? That's right. I mean, it's the truth. There's a lot of truth to that. You know, like you said, you know, and, and it's because, you know, your, your thoughts change, your vision changes. You know what I mean? Where you place yourself and all those things. But like you said, man, you got to understand risk management versus, you know, abandoning things and having multiple options or backup or contingency plans. There's nothing wrong with having things in place in the event that you need to call the audible. But there's a difference between, you know, hoping things work out and having things in place to make sure things work out in the event of change. So that's what I gathered from that situation pretty much. Right. Um, so we'll get into this week, man. We're going to go with, because um, we ain't done it in a while, we're going to do this or that. Welcome to another episode of This or That. When P asks me a series of questions, and it's either going to be this or that. Let's get to it. We'll take it right there, y'all. You know, in, in, in alignment with the theme of what we've been talking about, E, uh, go to college, right? right? Or go to a technical school. Um, I'm going to say technical school, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Um, it all depends on the student themselves. Um, if you're hands-on, I say technical school so you can get inside of school, um, get inside to your craft and start doing it and use that as a resource and that's a, your your skill will become an asset. You know what right. I mean? Um, right. A lot of times people go to college, they spend money. I want a person to understand this. To tell you that you're spending money, right? Mm-hmm. Spending money to get a higher education. Right. However, you're spending money in hopes of getting hired in what you were educated in. Come on, man. And the Come reason on, why it's like that is because, and I want you to pay attention, is yeah. they'll tell you that education outweighs them all. It's the truth, but it doesn't mean you have to have right. a degree. Mm. Let's just use let's use Yay for an example. Okay. Kanye, yeah. right? Whoa. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, God. I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna understand why I was asking. I'm just yeah, clear. Right. You know what I mean? All right. Okay. His his first album was called College Dropout. Right. It was, of course, he was encouraged to go to college. His mom was was a doctor. You know, had her doctorate degree. She was high right. with education. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So Donda, it was right? it, Donda, right? Donda, yeah, Doctor Donda West, right? Gotcha. Okay. So, um, Kanye. Dropped out of college, called his first album College Dropout. Who had more money? Right. Kanye. Right. He was able to take right. care of his mom. Right. And I'm not saying right. that that rap will work for everybody. Correct. But, but Kanye had enough education to grow. Mm -hmm. See, he understand the power of, 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 of mentors. You know, oh, yeah. Kanye came in the game and got two of the biggest mentors ever. Yeah. Dame Dash and Jay Z. I mean, I mean, great mentors, great right. leaders, right. and and a and a will to win and a desire. Right. That combination is usually pretty successful. All and right. You, so you're going with technical school. Right. Yeah. Because I just want to say this. Okay. Just just looking at industry real quick. Yeah. Fifty. His mentors, M and Dre. Yay. His mentors. Um. You know, Damon Damon Jay. You know what I mean? I can remember when them two were at the top of the game. 
and now look at them as individuals, as businessmen. We know how Yay Yay would still have all this business if he wasn't going through his, you know, his situations. But you get what I'm saying. I got you. Without having that college education, but I forgot we were doing this or that because that part was so sweet to me. Keep going, keep. keep I, as going. you ready to say, I, as you ready to say, well, this, this, you like this because this when you get, you be like, yo, man, it ain't no straightforward answer. Right. <laughs> Apologize first, or wait for someone to say sorry to you. Uh, I've been apologizing first for a long time. Okay. Helps me, my, right? it helps me, it helps me with my forgiving process. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't forgive people for them; I forgive them for myself. Because I go. feel like long as you hold on to not wanting to forgive them, you're giving them power anyway. They still Absolutely. make you mad. That's right. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As well. Apologizing first most of the time. And you hit the nail on the head. It's more for me than for them. And uh, hopefully, you know, it, it heals the situation a lot quicker. Um. Here we go. Be, be the fix-it person or be everyone's shoulder to cry on. Fix a person with everyone's shoulder to cry on? Yeah, be the fix it person, like Mr. Handyman, be the fix it person or be the be everyone's shoulder to cry on. I've been a lot of people's shoulder to cry on for years, so I guess I'm comfortable with that role. See, sometimes we say what role we gonna pick, but God already put us there anyway. Yeah, and, and I think that in, in the grand scheme of all of it, I think as you go through different experiences in life, I'm not gonna say hardships, but experiences. You you learn how to be multifacetedly talented in both. Right. And and so it's really when you answer that question, I mean, there's no such thing as a wrong answer in that situation. But um I think I'm learning to a little be a little bit more of the shoulder where before I just wanted to be the hero and come right in and save the day and fix it and mm -hmm. whether I could do it or not. Um work for the news or be on the news. Work for the news. Behind the scenes. Okay. Okay. All right. Be the one that everyone calls in an emergency, or be the one everyone goes goes to for a laugh. So either be the one that everyone calls mm. in, in 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 an emergency. I've been, I've or been be the both one. of them. I've been both of them. But go come to me for the laugh because I think the laugh will make you feel good. Okay. But if you call me for the emergency then, and, and I get that call, that mean God wanted me to help you then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this one right here, it's not tricky, but we already, we talk about it so much on the show that um, it's one question where depending on the answer, you can be scrutinized. Let's put it that way before I ask the question. Be an expert in human anatomy. Or an expert in religions, in religions, more than one plural with an S on the end. Mm. That's an excellent question. Um, right, because one, you're going to either be an expert in the anatomy, you know, the physical, right, or an expert in religions. Uh, I thought that was a pretty solid one. I'm, you know, let them know how you feel about that one. I'm quite sure they want to. No, I'm gonna I'm I'm shock everybody with it because they think they know how I'm gonna answer. The answer is anatomy. You know why? You gotta share, brother. You you know it's not about me knowing why. They, let them know why. Everybody got a body, but everybody ain't got God. Okay. Like your hoodie, baby. Yeah. Yeah, 
God is dope. Shout out to them. Shout out to them right there. Yeah. But like I said, everybody got a body, but everybody ain't got God. Absolutely. And um, what I mean by that is you got to have mind, body, and soul, right? The mm-hmm. Holy Trinity. I tell you, that's my form of the Holy Trinity instead of God, the Son, the Holy Spirit. You know, I was it was crazy, bro. I was even looking at my face in the mirror the other day, right? Mm-hmm. And I seen it. And if you really look at you, look straight at me, you can see a cross. Look, right in the middle of your face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the top, right? And if you look at some churches, you got the cross with the circle around it. Most people' head is shaped like a ball. That's how yeah. deep I, I, what I look at it with, with religion. But everybody don't have that. But everybody has a body. Gotcha. So teach them about their body so they know the best things for themselves to eat so they can take care of themselves the best way. I'm not saying you can't live, have a little swig, do this and that, but you know how to fix it. It wouldn't be as many sicknesses and many illness and unaligning issues for a lot of people if they knew their body. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I agree. Um, be better at writing or better at speaking? Um, Speaking. In the front lines of crisis or help from the back from the background? Um, I like the help from the background because it ain't about the credit. You know, everybody at the front line ain't doing the most, most work. Some of them are just becoming, they're becoming a star from the front line. But are they really putting in the work just because they said so? You know, you ever notice, man, on a lot of these movies of the civil rights leaders and, and things of that nature, even these great inventors and, you know, it's always a background guy that be like, yo, he was a real one. He was a real one. Like, without him, because the one that was at the front line that lost his shit for a moment, you know, they find him with his face in powder somewhere. So I'm serious, pick. And that, and that one that got his back from the background saved his life and nobody even know about it. You don't find out about it until years later when they write it in yeah. the movie? Yeah. Nah, I get it. I, hey, I learned a long time ago with you, bro. The message is always there. Right. Just, you don't know if it's going to have salt, pepper on it, adobo. <laughs> it's, it's, it's on it. <laughs> the message the message is always there. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they yeah. take, I speak E. I speak E fluently. You, yeah. I'm always good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like know. I said, man, if you don't run around me enough, they'd be like, he always playing. But if you pay attention... The message is always there, man. Yeah. I mean, and if you really it, open your you know, eyes and look, you'd be like, damn. Right. Even in the midst of playing a joke like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it's just what it is. All right, be it intellectual or athletic. Would you rather be intellectual or an ath- or athletic? Mm. Um, I'm going to go with intellectual because I still believe education outweighs them all. Okay, nice. Um, and I think what makes champions in sports, and this is why I say this, like, we know that LeBron James is very athletic. Mm-hmm. However, his basketball IQ shines brighter than what he what it actually is athletic-wise. Mm-hmm. 
but we just wait for the big play. Like paying attention to Iman Shumper when he was talking about um when he played with uh, when he played with Melo as the leader and mm-hmm. LeBron as the leader. You know what I mean? Um and he said Melo, Melo came down half over, three niggas on him. <laughs> he pulled. He said I was wide open. So he said he went in the back like, yo, Melo, man, come on, man. I was open. He was like, Shump. I know. He said right there, he realized that Melo's like, my bad, but I can't show that right now. You're right. I shouldn't have took that shot. You hear what I'm saying? He said, he said playing with LeBron. LeBron said, Shump in the huddle. Listen, they're going to go this way. You cut this way. And I'm telling you, you're going to spin in the door. The ball going to be right there for you. He said, when I look and tell you to go, go. He said, and I'm watching it. In the shit form, just like he said, Shump, go now. This and the ball was dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. the intellectual, the basketball IQ. You know what I mean? It's the thing. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll end it. We'll we'll put this the last one. This the last one. And and I I know this is this or that, but every now and then there's questions that I believe it's always better to settle on both. Right. Be a teacher or be a student. Oh, you got to be both. Great teachers with great students first. Absolutely. Because you only, let me just explain this again. Whether you get bad grades, whether you get good grades, because that all comes from applying yourself, the grade. It's if you understand the lesson. Because we can't say in the world of life that people don't learn from failure. Yeah. So if I fail a class, I still learned the situation because next time, if I didn't know, I'm going to apply myself to know. You're the student. Then later in life, you may have to teach that same skill to someone you love or just a class because now you became a teacher. You understand what I'm saying? So I think you're right, bro, to end on that, both of them. That one right there is 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 just to add to what you were saying, E. Mm-hmm. Even the best speakers, life coaches, have life coaches. You understand what I'm saying? In the, in the game of life, if you want to call it a game, you know, in the you know the gift of life, there's no such time, in my opinion, when even when you're being the greatest teacher that you have to, you know, ignore being a great student at the same time. Right. That's it for that, this or that, brother. You can take us out. That was another episode of This or That. Let's get back to the Porch Podcast. Brought to you by Pierre Original. It's Mr. Influence. Let's go. So we want to thank y'all, man, for tuning in to episode 114. Again, this is the Porch Podcast. You can catch us on all your favorite streaming podcasts and streaming sites, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, Audible, um, Radio Public, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, um, Red Circle, and many, many more. Absolutely. What can they see us at, P? Well, you can see us, like you said, right now, man, live every Tuesday. You know, right around seven on right here on our Facebook channel. I mean, not on Facebook channel. Wow. On my brother's Facebook page. And you can also see us every Thursday 
you know, 7 p.m. right on YouTube. Our YouTube handle is the porch, D-A porch. Um, you can catch out, you know, all the new and latest episodes, and you can go back and look at all the previous 113, you know, if you want to. Um, so that's every week, 7 p.m. on Thursday. Uh, like he said, man, we just appreciate you guys taking time to rock out with your favorite brothers from the porch each and every week. As we tell y'all, man, tell a friend to tell a friend. Please like, comment, share, subscribe. Hit that notification bell. You know, keep downloading. If you like he said, if you're listening to it on any of the uh, podcasts and streaming services, the, uh, the audio version of it. And um, once again, man, you know, this has been episode 114 chapter. You know, it's been a new chapter for us, man. Look forward to seeing you guys next week. Appreciate the time, man. One more time, man. Congratulations, Trent High. The brothers, the brothers, Trent High. You want the high, you got the high. You want the high, you got the high. All the athletes and all the coaches, man. Y'all making us proud, man. Look forward to seeing y'all next week, baby. All All right, right. Peace, man. Peace.